Welcome to the latest episode of Future Ready DSM, the podcast that provides employment information for the greater Des Moines region. Today, we'll be chatting with Mary Sellers about United Way of Central Iowa's new strategic focus, United to Thrive, which replaced the organization's community goals for 2020 and how they plan to create change in the five elements of a thriving community. Let me introduce Mary. Mary has returned to the role of president of United Way of Central Iowa with a longstanding career in leadership positions within the nonprofit sector here in Des Moines and a strong education in nonprofit management. Mary, thank you for joining us today. Hey, Marvin, it's always great to be with you, my friend. Well, Mary, we're going to hop right into it. United to Thrive, United Way of Central Iowa's new strategic focus, it launched at the beginning of 2021. Can you give us some background on what this means for the organization, as well as how things are going so far? Yeah, so happy to. And, um, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, give credit to my predecessor, Elizabeth Buck, um, who really brought the community together and uh, got feedback from thousands of people in terms of what our community's most pressing issues were. And that's how United to Thrive got framed based upon that. So we've got early childhood success for those that are the youngest in our population, um, education success to make sure that kids are not only you know, going to graduate from high school, but have a plan for the future, economic success that uh, not only are people self-sufficient, but they also have a plan to build wealth um, and health, you know, that people have a health home. Uh, so many people uh, may not have a provider of choice that they have for physical and mental health. So that's a big piece of it. And then ultimately, um, we also want to make sure that people uh, can survive and thrive. And that's that's really the meaning behind United Thrive. It's yes, we want people to get to the basics, but we also want people to uh, thrive beyond the basics. Okay, thank you, Mary. So for for the sake of the podcast today, we're gonna we're gonna hone in and focus on uh, education success and the economic opportunity elements of a thriving community. Because I, I, since you've already so graciously agreed to uh, give us a part two, we want to make sure we keep it within today's uh, framework for today's podcast. So, you know, part of the education success focuses on post-secondary education and career readiness. Can you talk to us about why that's important and what strategies uh, is the United Way team putting in place to make improvements here? Yeah, so, you know, um, I, I think for some time, people thought that, you know, if you get a high school diploma, that's good enough. I think we all know that's not good enough. Um, that is an entry point. And so our focus is really on um, if, if students can get beyond that and go into trades, certificate programs, community college, four-year college, um, I think we all know uh, from workforce issues that we're seeing today that those are all critically important. And so we're putting a bigger emphasis on the fact that not only do students need to graduate, they need to have a plan for the future. That's awesome. Definitely agree as far as just um, preparing students with those work readiness skills. 
Um, it's very critical. And we've heard a lot too around um, just having the ability to do some critical thinking and being able to just have uh, input to the conversations as well. So we've seen a lot of that from employers. So thank you for that, Mary. Um, so Mary, what are some of the organizations uh, that have partnered with you on this work? So, well, you know, Marvin, you know, most of the organizations, uh, because you've been a good partner to United Way, not only in your current role, but in your former role. But um, there are so many. And, you know, one of the things I'm excited about in terms of the education success work that we're going to do as United Way is we're going to have pathways so that uh, for whatever the work is that our state and our community has, we can start kids getting ready for that earlier and earlier. Um, And so we have so many partners in this work, but I think the, I would say that in the, if I were to summarize how we should be working together, it is what is the workforce demand? How can we work with, early childhood with uh, K through 12 and beyond to make sure that we can do what we need to do to make our state successful. So I agree with you on that. That's, that's awesome. So, you know, as people are listening today and, and, and they're getting excited about what you're talking about, what, what opportunities are there for organizations to get involved going forward? So I, I guess I would say, you know, we each are, passionate about different aspects of what we do in life. And, you know, we have families, we've got all these different aspects that make us the unique beings that we are. I would say that if there is something that resonates, that, um, you know, feels passionate to individuals listening, get involved. And, And that doesn't, you know, a lot of times people relate United Way to funding to money. That's not the case. Um, in a lot of cases and what we just talked about, I don't, we could raise a hundred million dollars, Marvin, and it's still not affect the people that you've affected in your career. And so we need people to stand forward and say, I'm going to do this. We need advocates. And so if, if I were to make a plea, uh, to people, I would say, Figure out where your passion is. And if it's aligned with United Way, come join us. Uh, let's do this together. Let's make a better world tomorrow. That's awesome. That's awesome. So even just to, to add a little bit more detail to that, would you say for um, employers, um, one of the, the best ways they could look at it is seeing how they could possibly maybe like provide internships or, or apprenticeship programs, earn why you learn programs per se? Yeah, no, I, I think that is definitely the case. So I think that there are great cases out there right now where um, students and people have gone through um, various programs and gone right into place in jobs. And I think the other thing that I would mention is that, um, you know, United Way is also a great partner for uh, DEI issue, you know, issues, uh, ESG, um, you know, so many things that we've got this unique position that we occupy in our community where we're a partner with corporate partners. We uh, connect with nonprofits, obviously, um, 
we are a partner with government and uh, we're also right there with those with lived experiences. So um, the way that United Way can partner with companies is, is really very broad. That's great. That's awesome to hear. So, you know, you, you mentioned it there in uh, your last comment, um, DEI, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion has, has been a, a hot subject here for about the, for the last year and a half. And, and we all know that it's work that, um, you know, a lot of us have been engaged in even before then. When you, when, when you think about United to Thrive, wh where is this diversity, equity, inclusion within that space? So there are there are places where it resides naturally when you look at the data. Uh, when you look at the data, you will see that kids of color, students of color, when we're in our education space, um, they are most marginalized. We need to do more to support them in making sure they get to third grade reading, make sure they get to high school graduation. So English language learners, uh, students of color, immigrants, um, you know, they need specific supports uh, for them. I think um, to your question, the larger issue is what are we gonna do as a community to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to move forward? And, I, I applaud the partnership and bringing Kuma, uh, who I've enjoyed getting to know, but I think that specific attention on how we collectively think about how we move forward and everyone is included in that um, is gonna be an important piece of what defines Des Moines going forward. Thank you for that, Mary. Um, you know, to kind of go back towards uh, talking about economic opportunity, um, one of the end goals of this element is increasing workforce training, career-based skills, and education. Um, can you talk a little bit more about how this one aspect of economic, economic opportunity is important to the overall element as far as United Thrive? Yeah, I think economic mobility is critical to any of us and each of us. And, you know, through our work as Central Iowa Works and the variety of places that United Way shows up um, is important. And I think that, um, you know, we're only going to be successful as the least amongst us is successful. And so I just I feel passionately personally that um, those types of programs and those types of opportunities help each of us move forward. What progress have you all seen so far uh, for United to Thrive in, in this regard? So we just launched United to Thrive in January. And so we're still putting some measures together and trying to figure that out. I personally have been doing some deep dives, um, understanding you know, how we look at how we really move that forward. Um, so we have not announced community-wide goals yet. Uh, we're still working on that. Um, but I think it's gonna take, again, each of us and all of us to figure out what that looks like for us to be successful. 
I definitely see there an opportunity for us to have a conversation. Uh, I would look forward to that. (laughs) 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 So, you know, you talked about um, partnerships for education success. Um, Are there uh, specific organizations working with United Way for this element? Um, And the same as before, how how can organizations um, get involved going forward around education success? So the exciting thing about the work that we're doing is that um, there really isn't, uh, historically, um, United Way has funded organizations' missions. And and now we're focused on how do we move the community forward? So I think we're up to about 140 programs that we fund in various organizations, and we are broadening that aperture a little bit more to say, you know, we we understand, we recognize, we applaud those that are broadly based community organizations. We also recognize that there are some organizations that are maybe neighborhood specific or community specific that we're starting to focus in on and, and have funding uh, go toward. So it's, it's a broad spectrum, I would say, but it's also um, an important spectrum in terms of serving the broader community, but also making sure that we serve unique populations uh, that Des Moines has. That's great. So Mary, you know, we, we talked about at the beginning, uh, you know, this being your second second time around here at United West and Trial. You know, and during your first term, uh, I kind of started there with you along the way when I started at Evelyn K. Davis. And, you know, you took the organization to new heights as far as uh, record uh, fundraising, um, really laying out a lot of initiatives towards, uh, you know, trying to achieve those 2020 goals. And then, you know, built it up to a point where you handed it off to our mutual friend, like you mentioned earlier, um, Elizabeth Buck. You know, so what 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 gets you excited um, about coming back around this this second tour and 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 really from all the experience you've gained from you know a lot of people may not know you know you left and you not did you just leave but you went and took over united way worldwide right so you you went and started to deal with not even just local issues but even across the country so what what gets you excited about being able to come back with all those um, experiences and, and and get back to the work here in, in uh, central iowa so the one thing I would say is I never moved. Um, that was a contingency of me being U.S. president is um, I did not want to leave Des Moines. This was home. And um, as I did traverse the world, I was over all the 1,100 local United Ways in our country, but I was also over worldwide mission and impact in the 41 countries and territories that United Way is in. And so I was able to see um, how United Way uh, uniquely impacts local community. I mean, we may all have, you know, an agenda over education success, but how that plays out um, in Uganda versus China versus Central America versus Des Moines, Iowa plays out differently. And I think that's a unique space that United Way occupies in that we're hyper-local and um, we're responsive and reflective of community. I think a lot of nonprofits, in my estimation, have 
regionalized and, um, you know, things get handed down. I think that United Way is unique in the way that things that we should be focused on as local United Ways get handed up. And so I think that's a unique distinction that I learned in my role as U.S. President of United Way. Um, but Des Moines is home. I mean, Marvin, you and Deidre, I mean, you guys are good friends and, you know, the people I care about most are here and, and, and you know this better than anybody. I mean, I, I, I share the word, the word love probably more than people are comfortable with, but I love the people here. And I'm grateful to be able to call this community home. And that's what I will do for now on. So. That's great. No, just excited to have you back. I was like, <laughs> you know, um, as we as we kind of come to a close here, um, what what do you see as far as just um, before we get you to the to the end here? What what do you see as as being uh, some key um, partnerships or, or or things you know need to happen as you as you really seek to accomplish this united to thrive? Like what? As in all your experiences, what what do you see as some of those key things that need to happen for this to for this this great wonderful initiative to be successful? So I I think it's something that has been happening here for a hundred plus years, and it's the corporate community, the public community, the nonprofit community coming together. And um, you know, I I think the partnership, the community foundation, and United Way come together in a way that no other service-minded organizations in our country come together. And I mean that sincerely, I've witnessed it. Um, you know, we together say, this is what's important. And then we say, let's usher our resources to tackle it. And that gives me hope. And um, I have no doubt that we're gonna be able to do great things here because you know, we are not about self and we're not about our organization. We're totally about our community. And that is unique and distinct about Des Moines, Iowa. Well said, well said. So <laughs> as we as we come to a close, Mary, any final any final thoughts, any words that you'd like to to, to impart upon us today in your in your great wisdom? Hey, I love you, my friend. That's the only thing I'd want to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you uh, for joining us today, Mary. And I, and I know here from our end, uh, the Greater Des Moines Partnership, uh, we'll definitely look forward to working with you and United Way Central Island and your team as we, you know, really make sure that United to Thrive is successful in all the other um, regional initiatives, Capital Crossroads and and even the DSM for Equity Collective, all these things that we know that are moving uh, the one the one economy initiative, all these different things we know that need to happen on a regional scale. So um, we look forward to working with you and excited to have you back. So so thank you very Appreciate much. Appreciate your leadership. Us. Thank you, Marvin. Thank you, Mary. Thank you for listening to the Future Ready DSM podcast, produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. To hear from more leaders and experts on the latest trends in talent development, please visit dsmpartnership.com.